With the first pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Wow. It is Baker Mayfield. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the All How Podcast. I guess this is episode four, but we kind of got a special episode tonight here. Um, we're watching the NFL draft right now. It's just about to get going, and we're going to be recording through this whole thing, and we'll be recording our live picks and live analysis of each pick going through the first round. You know, we're trying to kind of do this live and kind of flow with real time, so, you know, if there's any audio issues or interruptions, uh, we're sorry, and we'll try the best we can to cut it out, but I'm sure there'll be one or two things that we'll just have to stay in, but that's all right. We're just having some fun tonight. There we go. Bengals on the clock now. And yeah, they're probably taking, if they take anybody besides Joe Burrow, I'll be freaking blown away. Yeah. Bengals on the clock. Woohoo. Finally got this started. Yeah. <laughs> um, it only took yeah, I don't know. 17 minutes to get a virtual draft started. Yeah. Oh, look at that. They got the paper bag going over the head here. That's. This is like watching the Browns freaking drafts. This is reminiscent of some Browns games in the past years. And they're still doing 10 minutes in between each pick. Yeah, I was literally just about to say that. We still got 10 minutes on the clock here. But, yeah, they're showing Joe Burrow now. And Oh, is that a tear shedding? <laughs> Pretty simple party for Joe, just him and his parents. No one yeah, else. Not much you can really do. A nice couch they got there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, they're already showing him. Like he, well, I mean, he is the pick, but I mean, they're getting Joe. Yeah, this is this is honestly though. Like I know we hate the Bengals, but this is a moment that they've been waiting for for about three months, and we can honestly relate to this. So, <laughs> yeah, we know the feeling of having that high pick and thinking we're picking the guy f- for a franchise quarterback, but the Browns usually would screw it up. But I think the Bengals got their guy with Joe Burrow. And I mean, you know, even if Joe Burrow busts, man, I mean, you cannot blame. I mean, this you can't blame the Bengals for that at all. I mean, this guy, this is the best quarterback prospect since I don't even know since Andrew Luck or something, twenty twelve. So you think? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. When was the last time there was like a consensus, you know, number one quarterback? Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, the last time there was a consensus number one player was Miles Garrett. Yeah, but like it's as far as quarterback goes, because then when we drafted Baker, you know, it was kind of up in the air. And um, trying to think who else a couple years back, golf and wins, you didn't really know, you know, yeah. leading into the draft. But I mean, you've known that Joe Burrow was going one for the last, I don't even know how long, for the last three months, probably. <laughs> so the pick is in for the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's see who they're going to take. Yep, Joe Burrow just. We've been waiting on that one for three months. We knew it was coming, and there it is. Joe Burrow is a Bengal, officially. Good pick for the Bengals. Got their franchise quarterback. I'm yeah, excited I mean, to play him twice a year. Yeah, there's not much to really say here. You know, Joe Burrow is he is the best you know quarterback in the draft. Bengals really needed one. And, I mean, that's their guy. So now, yeah, now, now the Redskins are on the clock at two. Yeah, Redskins on the clock. And uh, one thing I love about the draft, though, is that at least they do start the clock as soon as the pick is in. We don't have to sit here and wait once the commissioner is done talking. So, uh, yeah. But fear for the Redskins at two, kind of like pick one. Anybody besides Chase Young here would kind of be a surprise. Definitely. I think I think they got to go Chase Young. He is, I mean, if you think about it, the best player in the draft. But the Bengals mm-hmm. don't need a defensive end over a quarterback. I mean – Quarterbacks win you games. Us Browns fan know, know that pain. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're gonna get Chase Young unless they trade, you never know. Yeah, trade with the Browns right here. This is the Trent Williams trade. Could be going down right now, and we just don't know. I highly doubt it, but who yeah, knows? me too. <laughs> crazier things. Dude, we're gonna th- that that that's a perfect story, man. Athens, Ohio, getting picked by the freaking Bungles. Like I've been, I've been expecting this to happen for months, but it's still kind of like a big moment, you know. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, hard. It's hard to believe that one time he was a Buckeye. I know it's hard to believe that one time. Uh, 
I mean, even nobody even thought of this guy getting drafted at the beginning of this year. Yeah, we watched him at the at the spring game as a freshman. And did you ever think he'd be a first overall pick? (laughs) Oh no, I did not think he was going to be a first overall pick. (laughs) Uh, Did you even think he was going to be a pick? Period. Uh. At the, I no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna act like I knew this. <laughs> no one did. So the Redskins pick is now in here. Yep, the Redskins are getting ready to announce who they're picking. What do you think of the uh, way they're doing this draft? Um, well, I mean, it's uh, to be honest, it's not even really that much different so far. Besides, uh, they're not on a stage and the players aren't there. I mean. As far as the process, you know, pick is in. Goodell comes out and announces, well, from his basement. Um, but I mean, it's not, I don't, I'm not noticing too much of a difference here. Just everybody's at home. <laughs> yeah, and an interesting thing just came across the screen with them comparing Joe Burrow to Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> That's pretty funny, honestly. So the second pick is in, just announced, and the Redskins are taking Chase Young, which was also kind of a no-brainer, Ohio State defensive end. Um, so he joins the Redskins on a D-line that has a couple of other first-round picks on it. I feel like they just took Jonathan Allen a couple of years ago, and so now they're adding Chase Young. And now they're showing here that Chase Young grew up not too far from the Redskins practice facility, so I guess that's kind of a homecoming for Chase Young. Yeah, and definitely someone we're familiar with, him being a Buckeye. Uh, the Redskins got a great player in Chase Young, and Solon's going to be playing DN for them for a very long time. Yeah, and, I mean, they're kind of turning into a little bit of an Ohio State team because they've got Haskins, and they've got um, – now they've got Chase Young. Yeah, so Terry McLaurin. So, yeah, they're starting to get some Buckeyes on that team. That's how you get good, I guess. I definitely agree with you there. So now we got the Lions on the board. And number three, this is where I think the chaos may begin. Yeah, we this don't is know. where it's... the Lions could trade out. They could take Jeff Okuda. They could take a lineman. Or they could take Isaiah Simmons. This is where the chaos begins. Yeah, this is where the uh, this is where the tw- pick three right here. This is where the 2020 NFL draft starts. For sure. Um, and yeah, like you said, I mean, I I could see Okuda going, I could see Simmons going, I could see a trade, I could see a tackle. Um, I guess we'll see. And this is kind of the spot that, you know, if L.A. was going to trade up over Miami to get a quarterback, this is kind of the spot for that or next to the Giants. So, I mean, they got only got a couple minutes left, so we'll see what happens here. And, uh, yeah, NFL Memes just posted a tweet. Alert, <laughs> Joe Burrow announces retirement. <laughs> <laughs> so, and now the Lions pick is in, so it looks like they're not going to be trading out. They will be staying at three. Now we're just going to figure out who they're going to take. So here's Roger Goodell again with his beautiful face. Oh, yeah. And the Lions are getting Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda, there it is. Smart pick by the Lions. Matt Patricia getting a good DB in Okuda. Someone we got to watch also with Chase Young, back-to-back Buckeyes. OH, yeah. Yeah. Back-to-back Buckeyes, number two and three. I'm loving that. Awesome. Great pick by the Lions. Best DB in the draft, no doubt. So, yeah, that was a good pick by the Lions there. They got Jeff Okuda three. I, I kind of expect them to trade out there, but they stick it out and get Jeff Okuda. And, you know, kind of like you said, he's a good defensive back. We know that from watching him at Ohio State. And they just traded Slay, so they replaced him with somebody who could potentially even be better, I think. Uh, but, yeah, the Lions stay at three, and that's another domino to fall for us to get an offensive tackle or maybe even Isaiah Simmons. Something interesting about Jeff Okuda is his story. I mean, Okuda's overcame so much in his life. He enrolled at Ohio State January 8, 2017. January 14, 2017, his mother passes away from the disease of lymphoma, something that Jeff and his sister had to witness his mom go through for years. And I just think that's crazy how he stuck it out, stayed at Ohio State, and just really just put in the work. I mean, I can't imagine losing yeah. your mom the week after you leave your leave your whole childhood and go to college all the way across the country. So, really great story, and glad Jeff 
is making his mom proud. Mm-hmm. Number three to the Detroit Lions. I mean, that's big. So the New York Giants are on the clock now here at number four. Um, you know, they were also talking about trading out, but we'll see. It looks like they may stick here as well. And, you know, they could be the one that takes Isaiah Simmons or they could take an OT or I guess we really don't know. We'll find out. Roger Goodell is back with the Giants pick and the New York Giants oh are my. getting Andrew Tom. Offensive tackle out of Georgia. I hate that. Someone really wanted it 10. Although I will say, I think this just entirely opened the door for Isaiah Simmons to get to the Browns. Definitely agree. We have a guest on, stepbrother Garrett. How you doing, guys? What's up, man? He's down here with me watching the draft, and uh, he's going to join us for a little bit of the draft, so it's not just us. Uh, Garrett, what do you think of this pick for the Giants? Well, you see here, that will help Daniel Jones because – off the line is atrocious, but well, they got Saquon Barkley back in the backfield, so you know he can get it through anything. He's a freaking monster with those legs, just everybody. But that'll help Daniel Jones, he won't have to rush out as more. But they still need to upgrade a lot more to get really good. And I definitely like this pick with me having Saquon in fantasy, yeah. gives him another big block for him. Yeah, oh, there's Nick Chubb. Look at that. I mean, I don't know. I know they've been talking about tackles getting taken early, but I didn't think Andrew Thomas would get quite as high as four. Um, but yeah, the Giants get a tackle there, and then that'll help their O-line. And like you guys said, Saquon, Daniel Jones, will love to see that. So now Miami's on the board at five. Miami has a few different ways to go here. The consensus is they're getting a quarterback, Tua, Herbert, one of those guys. I think they're going to take a tackle, but – who knows? Yeah, I think they're going to take the guy that's on the freaking screen right now, and that is to a tunnel by low. I don't see – I don't know. I just have a feeling that's going to be the pick. If they take – I'll be surprised if they take Justin Herbert. I'll be even more surprised if they don't take a quarterback at all. Um, but I think this pick's going to be two, but I guess we'll see. All right, so here's the Dolphins pick at number five. And they are taking to a tunnel by low, the quarterback from Alabama. So there's their guy. Miami has their supposed franchise quarterback now. Yeah, and Miami got the guy in Tua, and I think I think Josh Rosen's days in Miami are definitely done. Garrett, what do you think? See here, I don't really like Tua. Tua, I think they should have picked Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert is just an overall dog. Watching him play at Oregon, you know, he he has that commitment. Like, he wanted to come back for his senior year, took him to the Rose Bowl. Got the dub over Wisconsin. I think I, I just think Justin Herbert, he can throw the ball. He's a better player. He doesn't get hurt like Tua, who gets hurt like every year. Ankle, hip, it doesn't yeah. matter. I, I just think Justin Herbert's a beast. Yeah, and I don't think that's too bad of a take, really. I mean, like I, I think I was talking about this in our mock draft show. Like I think Tua definitely has a bigger upside, but I think Justin Herbert may have been – I think Justin Herbert has a higher floor, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I definitely agree. Just with Tua's injury history, like Garrett mentioned, you just – hard to take a guy at five that has already been injured multiple times just in college. But, hey, he's their guy, and they got their guy. I respect it all day. A couple of months ago, or, well, I guess more than that, sometime in the last during last year's college football season, getting Tua at five would have been considered a steal. So we'll see how this works yeah. out for Miami. That'll be interesting to see. So now we have the Chargers up at six. I think this opens the door for them to get Herbert, but I don't know. What are we thinking here, boys? Yeah, this is Justin Herbert here. I think uh, I'd be shocked if it was anybody besides Justin Herbert. They're not going to go with Tyrod Taylor. And I think if they didn't take a quarterback, I think they would go with an offensive tackle. Garrett, what do you think the Chargers are looking at right here? Justin Herbert, without a doubt. Tyrod Taylor, I mean – He's good enough if you want to go, you want to be average, but Justin Herbert, I mean, he just wants to win. He's a good quarterback. Can't really go anything else. So the Chargers pick is in, and the Chargers with the sixth pick are taking Justin Herbert, QB out of Oregon. And so there it is. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen here. Um, Chargers get their franchise guy potentially, and Justin Herbert, I think he's definitely a Good prospect, and I knew they weren't going to go with Tyrod Taylor. So, And he's got Keenan Allen to throw to. He's still got Austin Eckler back there, and 
they have a pretty solid defense. So we'll see how he pans out. Yeah, I, I like the pick. I think I definitely did did know they were not going to go with Tyrod all year. Uh, and we'll see. Anthony Lynn's got a new quarterback out there. Uh, Garrett, what are you thinking about this? Great pick by the Chargers. You know, Justin Herbert. Probably, I think I think he's the second best quarterback in this draft. Getting him, uh, getting him at six, that's pretty good. Tua, yeah. Garrett, not a big Tua fan. Garrett, I don't like not Tua. A Tua fan. I am Tua. Yeah, so the Chargers taking Herbert there, and now we got the Carolina Panthers on the clock at seven. Um, I I think this is the last pick that I'm really concerned about. Isaiah Simmons getting taken at before the Browns at ten. Uh, I think Arizona is going to go with a tackle, and then I think Jacksonville's going to go with either defense or a tackle or receiver. I don't see them. Well, I guess Isaiah Simmons plays defense, but I see them going a tackle or wide receiver route more so. Um, so I think this is really the last big suitor for Isaiah Simmons before we get to the Browns. He may, I'm starting to believe that he may actually fall to us, but let's see if he gets through this pick. Roger Goodell back with the seventh pick, the Panthers. Let's see who they get. Let's Derek go. Brown. Defensive tackle. Let's go. Let's open go. The Simmons, two up, two up brownies. Dude, the Cleveland. We'll talk about. I'll talk about this Panthers pick in just a second, dude. The Browns right now need to be on the phone with the Redskins getting Trent Williams, dude. I know that Wills is still up there. Tristan Wirfs is still up there too. Although I, th- I feel like Wirfs is going to go here to eight. Um, but man, they need to <laughs> they need to be getting Trent Williams, dude, because the Isaiah Simmons door is pretty wide open right now. But to tap touch in on this pick by the Panthers, great pick for them. They're getting a run stopper with Derek Brown. Uh, he's going to clog up that middle for you. And best DT in the draft. What do you think, Garrett? You know, I never really watched Derek Brown. I don't. I'm not a big SEC guy, so I don't really like to watch those games. The only games I really watch, I watched Alabama, Michigan live. That was a great game. So I don't really watch SEC games, like so I don't really know about Derek Brown. But what I from the highlights I've seen, he's pretty tough. So this is probably a good pick for the Panthers. Help that defensive line out. So yeah, now the Cardinals are on the clock. And uh, to be honest, at this point, I mean, I could see them taking a receiver maybe, but they already have uh, Christian Kirk and Larry and DeAndre Hopkins. So honestly, I'd be a little bit surprised. I think they're going offensive tackle. Yeah, I think they need to get someone to help protect Kyler Murray. Uh, he was running around a lot last year and. Like you said, they have Kenyon Drake. They got him last year. Uh, D-Hop, Fitzgerald, and Christian Kirk. I think they need a tackle, get that offensive line, a little, little upgrade. And one thing here at 10 for the Browns, the way this has worked out so far, we are guaranteed, if we stay at 10, we are guaranteed at least Jedrick Wills, Tristan Wirfs, or Isaiah Simmons. We will get one of those three if we stay at 10, I'm assuming, unless we take – Mackay Becton, which I don't see happening, really. All right. And here with an eighth pick, the Arizona Cardinals are taken. Oh, my God. They took Isaiah Simmons, the o, the linebacker from Clemson that I wanted the Browns to get. Goes number eight to the Cardinals. Cardinals take who we really wanted the Browns to get with Simmons. Not happy about this. We really thought he was going to slip to us. That It's looking like the Browns are going to be getting a tackle now or trading out. You never know. Man, I really wanted Simmons. Garrett, what do you think? I'm not happy about this. Happy for the Cardinals because I guess they got a good defense. But, man, I wanted the Browns to get him. He would have helped out a lot since we have no linebackers other than Mackey. So now we have Jacksonville picking at nine. Uh, Jacksonville has a few different ways they can go. Uh, What are you guys thinking Jacksonville's going to get here? I'm thinking Jacksonville is going to go with a receiver here. I mean, they filled out their linebacker position with signing Joe Schobert, receiver Jerry Judy or CD Lamb. Yeah, I think Jacksonville is going to go receiver here, um, either CD or Jerry Judy. Um, you know, I don't. I could see them taking a tackle though too. So I think, I think it'll be an offensive player for the Jaguars, and I guess we're going to find out here in just a minute. But man, that is. That, honestly, that's pretty disappointing. Isaiah Simmons got taken right there, but I'll make our pick a little bit more interesting now. I think I'm not really sure what we're going to do. All right. So Jacksonville's picking at ninth, and they're getting <laughs> wow. CJ Henderson, DB out of Florida. 
Wow. That was way sooner than I thought he was going to be going. Um, I'm, su- <laughs> I'm surprised about that pick. I don't even really know what to say. I definitely thought Jax was going uh, tackle or wide receiver there. And I definitely, I think, I think that's a good pick for Jacksonville, though. They need defensive backs, and I think C.J. Henderson's a pretty good one. So I think they're filling a need there. Uh, Garrett, what, what do you think about this pick? The Browns already picked in, so that's besides the point. C.J. Henderson, uh, he's helping uh, since they got rid of Jalen Ramsey, just bringing in a new fresh corner. So, I mean, I guess that helps up great. I would have went with a receiver, but I'm not a GM of the NFL, so. I can't really talk. Yeah, that Browns pick is already in. That was pretty quick, so they must know who they want. And I guess that's important because that means they're not trading down. They're sticking at 10, and they're going to pick somebody. And at this point, I would be surprised if it's not an offensive tackle. Yes. From how quick that pick came in, it looks like the Browns guy they wanted at 10 is there. I mean, they knew. It it wasn't even – we weren't even halfway done talking about C.J. Henderson, and the pick was already in. (laughs) I think they're getting the tackle. Jedrick Willis, hopefully. Him or Tristan Wirth over there, the athletic freak out of Iowa. And they could always go. Mackie Becton also out of Louisville. Uh, They got options. All right, so here's the Browns pick. Tenth overall. The Browns are taken. Jedrick Wills, the offensive tackle from Alabama. The Browns have done it. They got one of the top four offensive tackles. And they picked Jedrick Wills number 10. I'd say that probably takes Trent Williams out the window, but that's okay. Uh, Jedrick Wills, new left tackle for the Cleveland Browns from Alabama, and I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I think we got a good one with Jedrick Wills uh, playing in Alabama in the SEC. He's definitely had great competition, and I'm glad we got him. I think we got our left tackle of the future right there. I'm going to be getting a jersey of him without a doubt. Garrett, what do you think? I think this is an excellent pick. This is who I wanted all along other than Andrew Thomas, but he got picked sadly. Jedrick Willis, I watch him play in person. He's a freaking monster. He's a freaking monster. I think this is a great pick over that Iowa guy, but I think this helped the offensive line. Definitely going to make the playoffs now. Yeah. Mm, hot take. I'm Garrett. The Browns are making the playoffs now with Jedrick Wills. So now we're transitioning into pick 11. New York Jets are on the clock. Uh, Jets have a few holes they can fill here. They could go tackle, but there's also – they could get the receiver of their choice. So we're going to see what the Jets take here. Roger Goodell is back with the 11th pick, the Jets. Let's see who they're taking. And they're getting Makai back out of Louisville. Shocked that Becton goes off the board before worse, but Becton must be their guy. Yeah, I'm not surprised to see. I kind of thought the Jets were going to take an offensive tackle here. You know, I mean, that offensive line is probably literally worse than the Browns. I mean, they need to receive. Look, the Jets have a lot of needs here, but I think that it's definitely going to be easier for them to trade back in and get a receiver or take a receiver in the second round than it would be to try to uh, get an offensive lineman. And, um, you know, two of the you know, the top four left tackles are still on the board, so I think this was a good move by them to go ahead and just grab one. Yeah, definitely. Garrett, what are you thinking about this pick? I think it's a good pick. He's gonna I think he's gonna be like Laramie Tunsil a few days like a week before the draft. You know, have something stupid that comes out, drug test. You know, Tunsil had that one video where he's has that like bong mask on. Came out before the draft, dropped this dropped the stock, but I think Ben freaking Metkai, whatever his name is, I think he could Really be a tonsil. Okay, hot take. I like this. All right, so the Las Vegas Raiders now are about to make the 12th overall pick. And we'll see who they get. And the Las Vegas Raiders are taking Henry Ruggs, the wide receiver from Alabama, which, you know, that's not too surprising of a pick. Um, First receiver to go in the draft all the way at pick 12. Um, So, you know, another weapon for Derek Carr and – Another weapon for John Gruden using his offense to try to improve the passing game. Yeah, I'm not really shocked here with what the Raiders did. And also, it could be another weapon for Marcus Mariota. We don't know what direction they're going in. But I think this kind of makes sense. They need a speed guy because they already have Tyrell Williams. He's he's not huge, but he's a bigger guy. So they get their speed guy, and I'm shocked it wasn't C.D. Lamb. But yeah. 
They get to go on drugs. Garrett, what do you think? I'm shocked, but because of a different way. I thought they would have went with his for or his teammate, Jerry freaking Judy, because Jerry Jerry Judy, I think, is the best receiver in the, in the class. But I mean, Henry Ruggs ain't no joke either. He's a tough, fast receiver. He knows how to play. He can run routes great. So now we got the 49ers are on the clock here now, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see another receiver taken. They don't really have any great receivers. Um and that's a pretty well-balanced roster. So I think if they do make a pick and don't trade down, I think this is going to be another wide receiver, probably C.D. Lamb, if I had to guess. Trade. Oh, Sam Fran just traded with Tampa Bay. No, Denver traded with Tampa Bay. They switched spots. They did? Oh, Sam Fran did? Okay, wait. Yeah. Okay, my bad. You're, you're... All right, we just had our first trade of the draft here. The 49ers were on the clock at 13, uh, but they just swapped spots with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Tampa Bay moves up to 13. And actually the trade is um, the 49ers are getting Tampa's, obviously they're getting 14, and then they're also getting pick 117. And they are giving up number 13 in their seventh round pick. So they acquired another mid-round pick to move down just one spot. Um, and they're priced still going to get the player they want. So I think that was a pretty good move for San Fran, and I guess we'll see what Tampa Bay does here. Yeah, I definitely like the move by San Francisco. You grab another pick just by moving one spot, and, I mean, San Francisco, they're going to get that receiver still. So that was a no-brainer move for them. Uh, that was a good choice. And this is a weird trade because I San Francisco, Tampa Bay does not need a receiver, and San Francisco does. San Francisco, I think, is definitely going to take a receiver um, and I think Tampa Bay and San Fran both would have got their players they wanted at the spot they were at. But I don't know. I guess for San Francisco, you'll take that trade if you get that extra mid-round pick. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I I don't know why they're swapping, but who knows? Maybe San Francisco is going to go receiver route. Yeah, we'll see. Because I, yeah, I saw... I thought the Niners were going to take a receiver and then the Buccaneers would take an offensive tackle, but you know, I didn't think that they would interfere with each other there. So I don't really understand this trade, but yeah, I guess we'll see what happens with it. I have no idea why Tampa Bay just traded up one. <laughs> I th- well, what pick, what round is 117? That would be a fourth, third or fourth. So, the, so, um, yeah, they gave up a fourth to get a player that they probably would have gotten anyway. So I don't know. I mean, maybe not. We're, we don't, I guess we don't really know what's going on, but <laughs> I guess we'll see who they pick. All right. So 13th pick is in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are selecting Tampa Bay gets their tackle with Tristan worse out of Iowa. That's a good pick at 13. And I guess maybe they thought the Niners were looking at worse. I don't know, but they thought it was, a big enough risk to give up a fourth round pick to make sure they got their guy. Yeah, this is a, this is a good pick for Tampa. Although I think they may have wasted a fourth round pick here. I don't think San Fran was going to go offensive tackle. Um, I definitely think the 49ers are about to take CD lamb next. Um, But you know, they got another, another player to protect Tom Brady there. And that offense is looking really good, man. Garrett, what are your thoughts? I think it was a good pick. You got protection for Tom Brady. You got Robert Ronkowski, who's a good pass blocker, run blocker, can run routes, can catch the ball, can do anything because he's freaking gronk. Then you got yeah. him to help on the offensive line. Now they just need a running back because I don't think Ronald Jones can get the job done. So now they just need to go in the second round, get J.K. Dobbins and Jonathan Taylor or late first round. Yeah, I think they should have used that fourth rounder to trade back into the first if they were going to do anything um... – I guess we'll see how the rest of the draft shakes out. And, uh, you know, this right here, this is definitely the start of the wide receiver run right here because you have San Fran who needs one, Denver who needs one, uh, Philly's back there a couple spots, they're needing one. Um, So I think the wide receivers are really about to start flying off the board. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. So now San Francisco's at 14 after swapping picks with the Buccaneers. And like we said – few times now we think they're going to go with the receiver, but you never know. I mean, that's why it's the draft. All right, here we go. San Francisco's 14th pick is, wow, Javon Kinlaw. I did not see that one coming. I definitely thought the 49ers were going to go with the wide receiver there, but um, they, well, they just added to their already very good defensive line. 
I'm telling you what, this this 2020 draft is making us look not the smartest. Uh, yeah. All of our predictions are not right, but we are not professionals, and that happens when you're not a professional. Even some of the professionals are wrong, and I'm definitely shocked with Kinlaw, but, I mean, that, that Niners line is going to be nasty. I mean, you have Bosa, Kinlaw, Eric Armstead. I mean, yeah, it's going to be pretty big. And I think the most surprising thing about this so far is that we're at pick 15 and C.D. Lamb is still on the board, man. Yeah, I'm definitely shocked CD's still around, but yeah, he may be taken with this next pick with Denver. Garrett, what do you think? I should have seen this coming. The 49ers pick a defensive lineman every year for like the last six <laughs> years. I should have seen this coming. I mean – I can't remember who they – they got D. Ford as well. I forgot about him. They did lose DeForest Buckner in free agency, correct? They yes. traded him to the Colts. Yeah, that's what it was. So, I guess they're filling in the hole he left with Kinlaw. Not that, a, that's man, a good replacement. At D. Ford. Isn't he on yeah, D-line? Linebacker. He's a D-lineman. Yeah. Aren't and I'm pretty they, sure uh, that pick that they just used was from that trade. So, Denver is next up here at number 15, and – I just said this on the last pick that I'd be shocked if the Niners didn't take a receiver and they didn't. Um, but I didn't learn my lesson. I'm going to say the same thing again. If Denver doesn't take a receiver, I'll be really shocked. Um, they literally have no one besides Cortland Sutton. And they're, I mean, Jerry Judy's still on the board. CD Lamb's still on the board. Um, so I definitely think Denver's going wide receiver. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. I, I think Denver's got their choice of two of the best receivers in the draft. Even though Ruggs has already been taken, but I don't know. We'll have to see. And the pick is in for Denver. I disagree with you guys. They're going court. They're going secondary. They lost Chris Harris. I definitely think they're going secondary. Yeah, I actually had them taking uh, C.J. Henderson here in our mock draft, um, but he <laughs> is already gone. So Kenny or Delpit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Good options for him. Maybe they'll get the steal out of. Damian Arnett out of Ohio State. I don't think Damian Arnett will be taken this high, but I wouldn't call it a steal either if you get him. I would. They would never win a game. So the 15th pick is in Denver, and they're getting Jerry Judy, wide receiver out of Alabama. So we finally get a prediction right besides the obvious ones with the Broncos getting receiver. Yeah, and that's something that they needed bad. And Jerry Judy's a stud. I think this is a great pick at 15 for them. Um, I'm surprised he fell this far. And, I mean, CeeDee Lamb is still on the board. Um, Denver gets that guy, man, for Drew Locke, and they'll try to build back up. I'm a little upset they didn't go corner because this receiver class is heavy and they can easily get a stud in the second round. You got K.J. Hill, underrated. He could go later rounds. You got Donovan Peoples-Jones, underrated. T. Higgins, underrated. Could easily have got a corner, Fulton, somebody like that, McKinney, safety. But I mean, it's a good, it's a good pick. It'll help them out on the offensive side of the ball. So uh, just to save a little bit of time here and just kind of take a little break, we're gonna kind of split this up into every five picks for the rest of the first round here, and um, so we'll come back about pick. 20, All right. So the and we'll just kind of hit pick, on you know 16, 17, 18, got AJ Terrell, and 19, and just talk about it a little bit. Uh, Definitely but shocked with Terrell coming off the board at 16, so but we'll be back. I think then. the Falcons filled a big hole with him. What are we thinking, boys? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that one coming. I thought that was kind of a big move. I definitely thought the. Well, I didn't really know what the Falcons were going to take, so I'm not going to say anything on that. But I thought AJ Terrell at 16 was a bit of a reach, but we'll see how it works out for them. That was the spot I need. I think that was a pretty good pickup. I think they lost two font. So, I mean, yeah. they, they needed a cornerback position. So, whatever they felt comfortable with, I think it will work out for them. They usually have pretty decent defense. Yeah, they do. So, after that, we had the Cowboys at 17, and the Cowboys added another receiver with C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. And a lot of people thought he was the best receiver in the draft, but Cowboys get him late. What are we thinking about that? Yeah, that was uh, definitely a surprise that seven. Well, the CD Lamb fell to seventeen. Uh, once Dallas was on the clock, I know they kind of need some defense, but man, 
I mean, after Amari Cooper, I mean, I know they have Michael Gallup, but their receiving core is not the best. So I think CeeDee Lane was a big pickup. And uh, our friend Ryan that we had on doing the mock draft, Eagles fan, uh, mocked CeeDee to the Eagles. I bet he's just so super excited right now. Um, but, yeah, that was a good – that was a great pickup for Dallas, I think. Yeah, I think Dallas, they had another versatile, versatile freaking receiver. Amari Cooper, I mean, yeah, he's a freaking beast. But now they just got another wet, uh, threat. They got Zeke Elliott. They got a great offensive line. They lost Federick, but, I mean – yeah, another receiver to that group, Dak Prescott. Hopefully they re-signed him up so he'll actually play. Yeah, they'll have a dangerous offense. Yeah, I definitely agree. Watch out for the Cowboys this year. Moving into pick 18, the Miami Dolphins took Austin Jackson, tackle out of USC. Uh, was definitely shocked about that pick also. I didn't think Jackson was going to go until the second round. I thought Ezra Cleveland was the next tackle to probably go, but Miami takes Austin Jackson. What are we thinking about that? Yeah, that was uh, surprising also. Uh, I didn't think Austin Jackson would be in the first round at all. And he goes, you know, even top 20. So, but, you know, Miami, they needed, they just, well, they need everything, let's be honest. Um, But, so they got a good offensive tackle there. And, you know, like I said, I didn't have him going in the first round, but they saw something in him. And, man, if he works out, that's a good pick for him, I guess. Yeah, I think... I think getting that, you lost Laramie Tunsil last year. You traded him away to the Texans. But you obviously needed some offensive line help, you know, get the run game going. You got Tua now. You got Devontae Parker back there. That offense could be pretty tough. Fitzpatrick, good freaking role model. He did freaking pretty good towards the end of the season. They beat the Patriots, so. So moving into pick 19, the Las Vegas Raiders took the third Buckeye off the board already in the first round. Damon Arnett, defensive back, second defensive back from Ohio State. What are we thinking about that? Yeah, that was, uh, that, I mean, that was probably the biggest unexpected move of the draft so far. I mean, Damon Arnett, I'm, I think he was kind of a borderline first round pick, early second round pick. Uh, definitely didn't think he was going top 20. So, yeah, the Raiders must like something about those Ohio State defensive backs because, I mean, they had Garyon Conley a couple years ago and he's not there anymore, but I think he was a first round pick too. Is that right? Or Gary Conley was a first round pick kind of late, like Damon Arnett. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like Damon Arnett. I think, honestly, though, without my Buckeye homerism, I think that was a little bit of a reach. Um, but we'll see how that works out. You know, I think the Raiders reached big time. You know, I'm a Michigan fan, so I don't really like Damon Arnett. That dude was trash. Who? Ohio State game. That dude was burnt. Even with a broke, that dude is playing with a broken arm. That dude is so overrated. Like I don't understand how he was a first round pick. I mean, I I don't understand it. I I think Fulton's ten times better corner than Damon Arnett could ever be. I think Reap is a better secondary player than Arnett could ever be. But you know he can't. Wow. Freaking get on the field because he likes to do things. I'm not gonna go any farther. <laughs> I just the Raiders reach big time. Garrett knows me all too well. He knows I'm not an Amir Reap fan at all. And he had to, of course, bring up him, someone I dislike. But he is a Buckeye, so I do support him. So moving on with the 20th pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars got edge rusher Calavion Chasen out of LSU. I think that's a good pick for them. Chason's a good player, and I think they got a good edge rusher. And what are we thinking, boys? Uh, yeah, they needed, uh, you know, after Clayus Campbell left and Nagakwe is potentially on his way out, he's it doesn't appear he's going to get traded during the draft here, but he still could get traded. Um, I think that they that was important for them to get another pass rusher there. I mean, even with Ngakwe, they don't just they don't really have that much left on the D line, so I think that was a good pickup for them. I think this is a good pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they got Joe Schobert, Miles Jack. They're just making that linebacker court beast, and then they're going to trade that. I can't pronounce the name, so I'm not even going to. Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah, him. I, I just saw <laughs> the other day he was bashing his GM, talking about how much he hates them and how he wants to get out of there. They just need to get a deal done. So they're finding, kind of getting a guy to replace him. And obviously once they trade him, they can get someone who's in another position of need. But, yeah, I think this is a good pick for them. Good pick for the future. Yeah, so that was uh, picks 15 through 20, and uh, 
we'll come back and recap picks 21 through 25 here in just a bit. Uh, so, well, we said we were going to be back at pick 25. I guess we lied because the first round is now over, and uh, we're just going to recap the rest of the picks here, picks 21 through 32. Uh, starting at pick 21, the Philadelphia Eagles picked Jalen Rigor, the wide receiver out of TCU. I was a little bit surprised that they picked him. I thought they were going to go with Justin Jefferson, um, but it was definitely a good thing for them to pick a receiver right there. Yeah, I also agree. Uh, I knew Philly wanted a wide receiver, and maybe Rigor's been their guy, and they got him. Who knows? That may have been a steal. Yeah, and I think the Eagles probably wanted one of those top receivers. I guess, maybe. I guess if they would have, they really would have traded up, but it was almost looking like C.D. Lamb or Jerry Judy or somebody was going to fall to them, but uh, they get Jalen Rigor there. All right, so going into pick 22, Minnesota gets Justin Jefferson, wide receiver out of LSU, which... Someone we just talked about, we thought Philly would have got at 21, but Minnesota replaces Stephon Diggs and gets Justin Jefferson, who's a good receiver at 22. He had a good year at LSU, and yeah, Minnesota fills that void already. Yeah, I think Justin Jefferson's a good pick at 22 for Minnesota. They needed a receiver help. Um, you know, they don't have much besides Adam Thielen, so I thought that was a good ad for them. And like you said, Justin Jefferson had a really good year at LSU. And we'll see how he does with the Vikings, but it's definitely a good weapon for Kirk Cousins to have as they continue to build up their offense. And then with the 23rd pick, the LA Chargers selected Kenneth Murray, the linebacker out of Oklahoma. Um, so they beef up their defense there. And man, they got some pretty good pieces on that defense. You know, Joey Bosa, Derwin James will be back. They signed Chris Harris and they add uh, Kenneth Murray here. And that's their second first round pick after they got Justin Herbert. So beefing up that linebacking core there. Yeah, I definitely like the pick at 23 for L.A. Uh, to go along with Herbert earlier in the draft, I think Murray's a great linebacker out of Oklahoma. He's got some speed, and and of course they got Joey, like Alex talked about, and we all love Joey Bosa. He's an absolute mm-hmm. stud, so definitely getting those linebackers a bit better. And then moving into pick 24, the New Orleans Saints get Cesar Ruiz, an offensive lineman from Michigan, a typical Saints pick. They've always, they're always getting guys to protect Drew Brees, and that's why he's lasted so long. Uh, yeah, they're just always adding to that offensive line and getting it better and better so Brees doesn't have to run for his life and not get hurt. Yeah, and another, I feel like the Saints pick Big Ten players a lot. And there's another one for uh, the Saints. At 24, um, I think that was a pretty good pick for them, kind of like you said, protecting Drew Brees and, you know, whatever quarterback they decide to get next because, you know, Drew Brees' is, his career is winding down, so they're going to want to have a good offensive line whenever they get his replacement. And then going to pick number 25, the San Francisco 49ers selected Brandon Ayuk, the wide receiver out of Arizona State. Um, you know, you knew San Francisco was going to get a receiver somewhere in this draft. I thought they were going to get one. Um, back up at 14, but they took Kinlaw instead. Um, but they get Ayuk here. I think that'll be a good weapon for Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan as the 49ers try to get back to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk, a good pick for San Francisco. Uh, he He's more than just a receiver. I, he can be in the return game from what I heard. And that's a good playmaker beside uh, Debo Samuel. And they did trade Marquise Goodwin to the Eagles. So, I mean, I guess Ayuk is going to step in where Goodwin was, and yeah, good pickup by them, and Jimmy G is another weapon. So pick 26, Green Bay took quarterback Jordan Love out of Utah State. Uh, Definitely the biggest surprise so far in the draft, and I think they got the guy that when Aaron Rodgers does retire, they have their franchise guy, hopefully, for their sake. But, yeah, I was pretty surprised they take a quarterback in the first round when Rodgers probably has at least three or four more years on him. Yeah, I was really shocked about that. I mean, Green Bay literally just went 13-3 and and was 1-1 away from the Super Bowl, and they're drafting a quarterback in the first round. I mean, I get it. I get that you're trying to, you know, make sure that you're good when Aaron Rodgers decides to hang it up. But I think they may have made that move a little bit too early. But I guess if Jordan Love works out for them, It'll be worth it in the end, so we'll see how that plays out for Green Bay over the coming years. 
And then at pick 27, the Seahawks drafted Jordan Brooks, the linebacker out of Texas Tech, another team beefing up their defense there. <laughs> they they used to be the Legion of Boom. That was That's pretty much long gone. I mean, they don't have any of those safeties or defensive backs anymore. So they're really kind of trying to rebuild this defense. And I think Jordan Brooks is a pretty good start to that. Yeah, and Jordan Brooks, he's an okay pick. I definitely thought someone like Patrick Queen would have been taken over him. Queen was is a really good prospect out of LSU, but Brooks will be good alongside Bobby Wagner, who is one of the best linebackers in the league. And yeah, I guess they're just filling the hole that I don't. I think they lost KJ Wright, so I'm guessing they're just filling in someone beside Bobby Wagner, which. That's a good mentor for Jordan Brooks. Moving into pick 28, the Baltimore Ravens, they took Patrick Queen, linebacker at LSU. Someone I just talked about at pick 27 that I thought Seattle maybe should have went with, but Baltimore gets him at 28, and uh, Baltimore gets a really good linebacker with Queen. He has speed, good coverage skills, and had a great year at LSU last year. Yeah, this was somebody that I did not want to go to the Ravens for sure. I Actually, somebody I wanted the Browns to trade back into the first round and pick up. Um, but he goes right there. Baltimore Ravens pick 28. Hate to see it. Uh, I think Patrick Queen's going to be a beast. And, of course, he goes to the Ravens. So, yeah, hate to see that. And then at pick 29, the Tennessee Titans took offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia, the second Georgia tackle to be taken here in the first round. Um, you know, filling in the hole that we created by signing Jack Conklin. And Tennessee tries to beef that offensive line back up to protect Ryan Tannehill and to get some more holes for Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I actually kind of like this pick by the uh, Titans. I had been talking about how Isaiah Wilson was underrated. I'm looking at the profile for Isaiah Wilson, and I wanted to make sure I had this right. And Will, Isaiah Wilson is massive. He's 6'6", 350. So Tennessee just got someone that definitely fills the whole Conklin left and is huge. I mean, this guy, and he's tough. So I thought that was a good pick by Tennessee. So moving into pick 30, Miami takes defensive back Noah Igbenogany. Had to make sure I was saying that right, out of Auburn. Definitely – the most tongue twister name we've had in a long time. And that would be good <laughs> to have. I think they'd be, that'd be filling up your whole back with all those letters, but yeah. explaining to everybody who that is. That's not a Dolphins fan, but is that like uh, Giannis and Tantacumpo? Yeah. I mean, with on Tantacumpo, they had to like art the name because it's so long. Yeah. It's either. like going, it's, they might as well just make it a circle. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest. I was shocked. Igbenogany got taken in the first round. Um, there's many other defensive backs I thought, like Christian Fulton out of LSU. Yeah, um, you know, Miami, they just kind of need everything. So I don't think this is a bad pick for them. They're just rebuilding this entire team. Uh, you know, he'll be next to Byron Jones in the secondary out there. And uh, to be honest, I don't know much about this guy. Um, but, I mean, if they're – I mean, Auburn had a pretty good defense from what I remember last year, so he must not be no slouch. So I guess that's a good pick for the Dolphins there at 30 as they try to rebuild. And then at 31, the Minnesota Vikings have another pick here. I think oh no, they traded down, so this is only their second pick in the first round. Um, but they get cornerback Jeff Gladney here out of TCU. And, uh, you know, I thought Gladney would go a little bit higher. Um, but, you know, I think that's a pretty good pick by the Vikings as they kind of try to rebuild their defensive backs, too, because they've lost a lot over the last couple of years. Yeah, definitely. Minnesota grabbed another key, key piece they could use on that defense. Uh, I know they still have Anthony Harris, and they have Harrison Smith, so their safeties are good. But, so yeah, Xavier Rhodes is with the Colts now. So now you have a hole from him. He, he'd been there for a long time. and. Mm-hmm. They get Gladney and just fill in that void immediately. So that's a good pick by them and a big need. Moving into the last pick of the first round, the Kansas City Chiefs select running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out of LSU. Uh, Definitely was shocked about this pick. 
I think Dobbins and Jonathan Taylor are both better than Clyde Edwards. Um, and Swift. And DeAndre Swift, yeah. I think Edwards Hilaire, he he's good. No one in the NFL draft is bad, but he is a product of what was around him. You had Joe Burrow, Thaddeus Moss, Justin Jefferson, Jameer Chase. I mean, what else do you need? They can't – I mean, you watch the tape and everyone's playing back. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they see something that we don't, but I was very shocked that Edwards Hilaire got picked over Dobbins, Taylor, and Swift. Yeah, I was too. Um, you know, I'm, I mean, I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire may be the best receiving back um, out of this draft. But kind of like you said, I think a lot of his production was, I mean, people had seven defensive backs out there just trying to prevent Joe Burrow from throwing for however many yards. Um, so, you know, Clyde, Clyde Edwards Hilaire had a lot of room to run and he had a lot of space underneath to catch the ball. So, you know, I think he's, I mean, I don't think he's going to be bad. Um, but I think a lot of his, a lot of what he did in college was, you know, a product of what else was around him also. And you could really compare what he had at LSU, and it, it's literally the same thing with the Chiefs. He has Mahomes, and that's true too. Hill, Kelsey, Sammy Watkins. I mean, it's the same thing, just NFL. So he could see the same kind of production. And he may, and he probably has a better line with the Chiefs. Yeah, it's hard to argue that. The Chiefs have a pretty good offensive line. So, yeah, I mean, Clyde's Edwards Hilaire. I mean, if that's the running back you want, I guess that's the one that you get there at number 32 for the Chiefs. So I'll wrap it up for our first round reaction episode. Uh, Coming up with the All-Ohio podcast, we're going to do an episode where we're going to react to all the Browns picks, rounds one through seven. And we're going to give you guys our grades on them and how good or bad we thought it went for us brownie fans so be on the lookout for that and continue to support us on instagram and twitter at all ohio podcast share us dm us message us comment on our post do anything uh we really appreciate it we're up to 600 followers on ig and we're we're gonna be doing a giveaway soon so if you are listening to this and you haven't followed us on instagram yet be on the lookout because we're going to be giving away some All Ohio Podcast gear. Yes, uh, you know, like you said, keep supporting us and be on the lookout for more episodes. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.